Hello and welcome to the Skatima Human Excellence Group Care and Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Etsko Skatima. So folks, um, uh, with me today is Dr. Bengt Savien. Um, Bengt and I go back quite some time. We've, um, um, he, I was a, he was a client of ours um, many years ago at an organization called the Nel Saab Aerostructures. And um, we've sort of been acquaintances, friends and colleagues ever since. So uh, welcome, Bengt. Nice to have you on the podcast. Thank you very, thank you very much. Let's go. Um, so, Bengt, um, you've you've now developed this model called the Leader's Ladder. And um, uh, could you give us just um, a, a short kind of uh, sort of overview of the Leader's Ladder and particularly how it relates to the care and growth model? Yeah, I can try. Uh, I can go back and uh, start with why I developed the Leader's Ladder. The reason is that I uh, have been in managerial positions on different levels for many, many years. Uh, with, for instance, Saab, as you mentioned, but also with ABB. Uh, and uh, I got to learn... Uh, about lean and agile and leadership for continuous improvement, or as I prefer to call it, systematic improvement and learning. Uh, but when I came to South Africa as deputy CEO of, of uh, the Nell Saber Structures, I uh, learned about the Karen Growth model. We used it for, for leadership development mm -hmm. at uh, the Nell Saab. Uh, and I saw there the missing piece to to uh, describe uh, leadership in in a in a full context, if you want. And I it, it fit fitted so well with what I've learned from practical experience and and theoretical as well. And it fitted very well into lean and agile. So that's why I. Uh, I decided to try to pinpoint uh, in a very concrete way how you could combine these uh, things into a practical guideline for leadership development. Mm. Um, yeah, maybe that's enough. No, that's, uh, thank you. And um, um, the the um, so the leaders ladder has these five steps. Um, uh, anchoring, visualizing, seeing, challenging, and building. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, if you put it, anchor, visualize, see, challenge, and build. Um, could you just give us sort of, um, just progress us through the logic of that and and what you think the critical features are of every one of the steps? I mean, like anchoring. Let's talk anchoring. What what are the critical features? To the anchoring part of the the leaders ladder. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, uh, let me let me start with uh, describing why why there is five steps. Really, right. yeah. I, I um, uh, had even before I went to South Africa, I have this idea of writing a book on on leadership. Um, and I've started uh, with a model that was much more complex than the leader's ladder, and I realized it was too complex. Uh, 
Mm. Uh, so I, uh, in parallel with, with what that I learned uh, about Karen growth model, I sort of uh, boiled down the ens- essence into five steps that has a, a logical sequence. Uh, but I, I usually emphasize this very much. When you work with the leader's ladder, it's only the first time you go from the bottom up to the top. After that, when you return and to take a next step and the next step and the next step, you you decide uh, the low hanging fruit and you you address that particular step in the ladder. Uh, but the first time you use the leader's ladder, you start you should start with anchoring because anchoring is about understanding, and it's about really two two things of understanding both the the the, uh, the uh, sort of the 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 role and the the uh, task if you want uh, mm-hmm. so, so both the 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 goals and the, your the most important task with your job and that is twofold because that you as a manager or as a leader needs to understand your task and the goals. And everyone that works in the company or organization has also to understand both his and her tasks and the goal of the whole organization, but also uh, of of, uh, your individual task. Mm -hmm. So the the anchoring step is both uh, uh, understanding yourself what is most important in my leadership and helping the people you're leading to understand what they are there to do mm. Mm. right um so um this is this is broader than just the defining of of outcomes i think yeah, and I, maybe I should add also to that uh, explanation that understanding the, the core of leadership, mm. then then that that is very much uh, inspired and based on the care and growth uh, yeah. with, with giving on uh, the the three as I call it leader contributions, mm. which mm. is a term that I understand is is unique. Uh, and uh, uh, has shown to be very useful with leadership development that you you focus on your leadership contributions that you give to people uh, to build means, ability, and attitude. Mm. There's a slight difference. We can return to that Mm. uh, compared to the current growth model. But if you give leader contributions directed to means, ability, and attitude, you help your people to be able to give work contributions mm. to, in order to deliver, uh, improve, and learn. So uh, that uh, model, if you want, to, that 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 starts with your leader contributions together with your colleagues in in the management team often. Uh, helps your people to be able to grow and provide good mm. work contributions. So that's part of, of, of the anchoring step, a very major part. And uh, I'm very grateful to, to UETSCO mm. and the parent growth model because it helped me very much to concretize this part. The other side of it is helping your people to understand why we where we are heading 
uh, and their individual uh, task and goal with their work. And that uh, in that part of the anchoring step, I've been very inspired by, by especially Lean. Lean mm. and, and Agile are, are siblings, um, but in Lean, they emphasize something called Hoshinkandri. It's a way of handshaking goals so that everyone knows where we are going mm. and they, they know their, their um, individual task. Mm. So, so And that is also, both of these parts are extremely important in order to build good leadership and to build good col- collaboration that uh, mm. provides value for, for, for the uh, different, uh, uh, what do you say? Yeah, yeah, stakeholders. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that uh, I think that is the core of the anchoring step. Both look at yourself and your leadership, and help uh, everyone to understand why we are where we are going together. Right, right. So it's really it, it's it's a definition of primarily a definition of purpose of the group. And also the purpose of the leader. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And, and then, then what do you mean? How, how then do you describe visualize, what, what, which is the second rung on the ladder? Visualize uh, is about uh, uh, making things uh, visual, of course, mm. uh, because that is extremely important if you have been anchoring but you can't can't make it visual what you have been anchoring in uh, then it's soon forgotten and it's not so useful and i i divide the visual step into visualizing the system understanding how things work yeah. uh, so we can sort of build a good collaboration to do that you need to know how the system with with all the prerequisites, machine, equipment, people, mm. different roles, and so on, works together. Yeah. So that is the first part of the visualizing step. The, the, the other tools are so uh, that are extremely important is to visualize the expectations and the gaps. And that's mm. also very much inspired. Uh, by lean and in, in a certain extent also to agile that if you is don't show exactly your expectations you can't uh, uh, see the gaps and if hmm. but if you visualize expectations and you follow up where you are you all the time will get the the possibility to to do something about uh, the gaps Mm. improve or learn sometimes the mm. gaps are, are you are positively mm. um, uh, surprised by something and then you can learn something very positive but if you are negatively surprised you have to to understand why is that and sometimes you have to act and act quickly sometimes to, mm. to fill that gap mm. yeah so so that's about uh, that is the visualizing step Yes, understanding the system, uh, showing the expectations, uh, very often on a daily basis, but but that can be also be long term. So show the expectations and then follow up and and make the gaps visual as well. 
So when you say make visual, do you literally mean like producing um, uh, uh, almost like a, a sort of a, a flow diagram on a wall or with? Yeah, for instance. Yeah. But if you if you take visualizing expectations and gaps, and uh, what what I have been inspired from uh, at the most is 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 uh, uh, the type of control boards that you can have on, on whiteboards or you can have it in the computer uh -huh. where you sort of meet around uh, a, a, a visual board that right. shows these are what, what we expected, this is how it, uh, it turned out, why is it a gap, what can we learn from it, do we have to fix it, who does fix it. So it's about making it possible for a uh, team of people to see where we are where we are heading and what we have to do to, to, to get there mm -hmm. so how does that then differentiate from 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 seeing bank the third run how does the visualizing differentiate yeah from? it uh, that uh, seeing uh, is is more divide more directed to uh, what you do next step after visualizing and uh, that th this step is also divided into three three sub parts so seeing the person is really for you as a leader to to see the individual see that person's strength weaknesses and potential mm. so that's one part of it the the second part of it is watching the game yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I, I remember that you you call it also watching the game. Uh, or, yes, yes, that's yeah, correct. Yeah. And uh, also uh, seeing the root cause, dig down to see what what um, are the the real reason why things mm. has happened, good mm. things or bad things. Mm. So in a way, the the visualizing step and the seeing step goes hand in hand, sort of say sometimes something you have to to really build into a daily structure with the pulse mm. to, to see and then you had to to uh, to complement that with uh, with going out and have a look at the real game mm. see, seeing the work contribution that's yeah. Yeah. another way, place where the what I call the contribution model. You give leader leader contribution in order to to help work contribution. And when you go out seeing the game, you will be able to see both work contributions and the person and understanding the person, so you can help the person to grow. So so that's obvious a very strong connection with the care and growth. Yeah. So, um, so um, Bengt, would it be useful? I mean, I've, I've, I've wrapped my head around the distinction between the visualizing and the seeing rungs of the ladder, uh, as almost like uh, for the visualizing is really trying to understand, you know, the criteria. I mean, how should this thing work? And the seeing is is diagnostic. I mean, are we doing this? How does how does what happens on the ground fit with how we think it should go kind of thing mm -hmm. it's like a criteria you know criteria of health and diagnosis kind of distinction 
Ja, sort of. Uh, in my, the reason that that uh, I put a few things in visualizing and and uh, the re the rest in the seeing step is that uh, the visualizing is something you you prepare for. You build a structure yeah. uh, for for doing this with, uh, for instance, whiteboards and. And as you say, you can be, be a process map of, of the complete mm -hmm. flow, how things work. So, so it's sort of, a, a, mm -hmm. the, uh, and then you use that uh, and, and you go out and see the game helping people uh, that comes into the fourth because they mm -hmm. are related all five steps. So, yes, yes, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know if, if uh, no, 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 it doesn't make sense to me. It's like, you know, when you're visualizing, you're defining the process. When you're seeing, you're looking at the deviation from the process. I mean, whether this is what's happening, is it is it working? Isn't it working? Where are the gaps? What's going wrong? What's going right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and and uh, challenge. Um, what did you see? Uh, what did the salient feature in, in sort of the challenge part for you, Ben? That uh, that is also some something that I'm grateful to you and the Karen Growth Model. Let's go. It's that when I came to South Africa, I had a quite common. I think not only in Sweden, all all over the the Western world. I think or all over the world uh, that that uh, sometimes you look. As a manager, you look at the the, the group rather on uh, than on the individual, and um, uh, that's why I I divided this the rung as you say, uh, or or in in Swedish is correspondence word is step. So step mm -hmm. four yeah. uh, uh, to address the individual, the the relationship you have at, uh, as a leader with each and every individual, and then. Mm -hmm. The relation you have to, to to the team and building a strong team is in in rung number five. Mm -hmm. So uh, and uh, yeah, so so the the challenge is to to challenge an individual both to grow uh, as okay. as competence that the, the ability to be able to to perform better work contributions. But also in in uh, attitude sense that take uh, uh, accountability, be accountable for what mm -hmm. you do. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, that uh, means ability and attitude. I mm -hmm. prefer to use and that accountability is of course a very important part of attitude in in my mm -hmm. work world. Yes. Yeah. So, so the difference between challenge, which is the fourth step, and build, which is the the fifth, is challenge really is about the individual, and build is is about the collective and systems and processes around the collective. Exactly. Okay. So, in a sense, how do we institutionalize the change? Yeah, in a sense. Uh... Uh, I've heard comments that in the the, the fifth step or fifth rung, uh, there is sort of the crown of the jewel that what you sort of, as you said, institutionalize. I think yeah. uh, 
Yeah, and I, I agree that, that, that when you, you have people that have the attitude, they want to contribute, they be, only then you are able to build good teams and you are building better and better structure. Um, because in that fifth step, I, I say build team flow and structure with pulse. Mm. And sort of you 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 improve the collaboration uh, partly by using better and better structure and partly by improving the, the group to become a team, a right. self-organizing team. Right, right, right. So, so you 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 build on the first four steps to really get the, oh. the, the excellent collaboration. And by pulse, Bank, do you mean sort of the um, uh, the frequency whereby people meet, the frequency whereby very various aspects that you kind of pursuing are kind of uh, reviewed and discussed and in kind of interacted with? Yeah, and uh, I think uh, an uh, English word for it could also be cadence uh -huh. that you you uh, you have to to question all the time if this type of of uh, I, I think a, a splendid tool for your for your leadership and to build an excellent collaboration mm. is to use pulse meeting, and mm. that is short meetings that you can have more often than the normal mm. long meetings that a lot mm. of organizations have. So if you are in a clever way designing a, a structure of meetings that can be like 10 minutes and they use visual control uh, in order to be very effective in a, in a short period of time, you can increase pulse where mm. it's necessary. Sometimes you can decrease the pulse yeah, but uh, and then you can free time. Uh, you are more efficient in the administration and and, and the, the the how you run the business. And then you can free time, for instance, to be able to see the game, uh, coaching your people to 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 grow. Mm -hmm. so that is the logic. Uh, yeah, I mean, Bent, from my point of view, uh, um, I. You know, I've, I I can remember the first major kind of uh, consulting engagement I had was um, was with uh, at African Explosives with a man called um, David uh, Harding, who actually decided he was then the manufacturing director, and he he had decided that he was going to employ me, and um, and then he said, but I don't want you to do any project work. I just want you to hang around and listen to people. He said, because I don't trust you. He said, you could not manage your way out of a paper bag. <laughs> and I think I went home and, you know, I had to be stopped from trying to throw myself down the well. It was very depressing. <laughs> but, uh, and and so, so one of the disadvantages of my approach to things has always been sort of the thing growing like an amoeba. What you've got in this, in the leader's ladder is an incredibly crisp, Kind of way of of defining, um, if you like, you know how you actually how leaders do then run and change organizations, you know, um, and and I you know I I can see a really clear line of sight to this. I mean, um, in my very naive mind, I've I've seen anchoring 
as basically defining purpose and outcomes and and um, and visualizing defining process what exactly do we need to do to get there and seeing well are we doing well against the process we define as diagnostic challenging challenging the individuals involved and then building well what do we need to what how can we capture and institutionalize the learnings and the changes that we are we're wanting to achieve and that's such a it's such a neat clean line of sight you know it kind of um and and actually the whole the whole process provides an opportunity to kind of create cadence for a leader because there is a sense of sequencing about it that's helpful i think now you said though that that you go for low hanging fruit and that you don't necessarily see there to be a sequence to this. What did you mean by that, or did I misunderstand you? Yeah, the the thing is that if you look at all the five steps and you you take it to to organization, they have already anchored in one way or another. They are visualizing something. Oh, okay. They are seeing the people, but most of the time, much too little. They are challenging, but often much too little. Mm. They are uh, building teams and, and, and having a structure, but with, with mm -hmm. very great potential in many cases. So <clears throat> what I mean is that if you, if you go, and it has shown in many uh, practical experiences, that if you read the leader's ladder in a management team, you can... Either start and and build in 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 the order and the first time it's a good idea. What can we do in with anchoring? How can we anchor better? How can we visualizing better? The next work for a few weeks on the first and and a few weeks on the second and then how can we see the people better? Uh, and and seeing the game. How can we challenge better? And how can we build the team and collaboration mm -hmm. with structure better? So, so asking those questions and work through them in your management team, uh, for instance, in, a, in an agile way with a, a sprint of three, four weeks on each step. Uh, but after that, you, you can sort of back a bit and look at the ladder again and say, oh, but here we have still a great potential on step or rung number three. Let's oh, address that for another three or four weeks. Mm. And then we step back again and see now we have to go back to anchoring again because we haven't really anchored in this or that. Mm. So let's spend another three, four weeks on, mm. on uh, step mm. or, or rung number one. So that's that's the ideal way of using it. Uh, in an agile way, we, in a complete management team mm. to, to go through the steps and then choose the next step, dig mm. a little deeper mm -hmm. and improve what I call your leadership standard. Mm -hmm. So, Bic, if, um, if after somebody wanted to get hold of you and they were interested in working with the leader's ladder, um, how do they get hold of you? Do they brave ship? What are the, what's your contact details? Uh, yeah, if someone wants to get hold of me, you... He or she is very welcome to contact me. I think the easiest way is either through LinkedIn or or uh, via email on Bengt or info at braveship.com. Mm. Bengt is a, a, a difficult na name in oh, English, yeah. but it's spelled B-E-N-G-T. 
right. at braveship.com. By the way, Braveship is also inspired by you at school. Uh, and, you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's about becoming a little braver in your leadership yeah. and, yeah. and be able to step out yeah. of your comfort zone and your group thing and, and mm. challenge yourself as well to, to become mm. a better leader. So, uh, and of course, uh, it, I guess if they contact you or, or Anna, uh, that's another way of getting mm. in contact with me. Thank you very much, Bengt. This has been very helpful and um, um, uh, very nice talking to you again and seeing you. The same to you, Etzko. And again, thanks a lot for, for great inspiration. Thank you.